Dia de los Muertes is around the corner. Let's do the little switch up, which means yeah. Halloween. Yep. Is a couple of days upon us coming yes, up. Yep. Things get a little weird. Yeah. Especially um, out here in Hollywood. In ladies LA. and gentlemen, this is episode 17, 17. of the Mickey D's podcast. Holy to my Keep left is there. Mickey War. To hold my up. right is DJ Rel. Yes, right. I am DJ Danger. Hold, you know, hold up. <laughs> drops on them. DJ Danger Zone. Mickey War. You ain't got to introduce us yeah, yeah. We got buttons for yeah, that man, shit. We got buttons. I'm on top of these. My man's playing finger twister over there with all the different <laughs> <On> drops. <laughs> What's good? <laughs> What's good, How y'all? We feeling? We feeling good great, weekend? man. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Bro was in Oakland throwing up gang signs. Nah, you know, I didn't go to Oakland. My team went to Oakland. Oh, I, yeah, right. I held back. Yeah, so I much back. shows you how do? much well, Joe knows. How come you... Held back. We stayed back. You know, it's cost efficient. You know what I mean? Mm. We weren't trying to spend too much money just to be out there for like, you know, yeah. 24, 48 hours. Makes so sense. just True. made sense. Me and wife, we uh, hang back when we sent the crew out there. Abner uh, went? Yeah, Abner, Abner went. went. Spiffy went. Spiffy yeah. is our, our videographer as well. Spiffy, Spiffy you can't hear him, but um, I asked him earlier. He said, yeah, it's different out there. It's, it's a different situation. It's different. Uh, yeah. Yo, I fucks with the Bay. I've, I've DJed out in the Bay. Um, I know I know you guys have as well, but... Mm-hmm. I just, the energy in the Bay every time we go out there, regardless if it's in the, the nightclub or you're just out and about hanging out, the energy is always dope. People are always cool as fuck, man. I, shout out to the Bay, man. Like, if I could afford it, I'd move out there in a heartbeat because this is expensive as shit out there. Yeah, the Bay's a different you know, like, I, I situation. Get, real quick Bay story. I spun with Spider Tech at, um, oh, what's that popular spot that ever, and all these DJs love this. Temple? Thing. No, no, it's, it's, um, it's like a bar. Oh, uh, Bruno. Bruno's, yes, uh, thank you. And Bruno's. Chris. Yes. Chris does the bookings at Bruno's. Yeah, yeah dope dude. <clears throat> Very nice guy. Um, I was waiting for my Uber after, like, it's like 3 a.m. And we see these two crews coming up on each side. And and they're walking up like they're about to battle or, or they're about to fight. Something like, you know, Spider Tech and I are like, oh, shit, it's about to go down. And they get face to face and one guy pulls out a can of mace and sprays the other crew. And, you know, I don't I've never been sprayed by mace or pepper spray or whatever. So these dudes are on the floor, like twitching and just like looking like a dead, like a fish out of water. That shit hurts. And and then it was just there was just all kinds of shit going on. Dudes running back and forth trying to get the guy with mace. Drop kicks were flying like it was crazy. I'm like, damn, that's what they do out here in the Bay. So like different out there, like you said. Things yeah. are a little different in 2019. Yeah, yeah I, I really thought they were going to square off. Now, the Bay is, I mean, look, great DJs have come from the Bay. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Um, Rock the Condo come good. after us uh, if you feel come some on. time away. Come but on. a lot of great DJs have come out of the Bay, and, uh, yeah, it's a dope vibe yeah. up there. Yeah, um, sure. Yeah, so we didn't go, uh, but I was um, I was at Los Globos on Tuesday as you guys came out to check yeah. out. You were there. Um, Everybody cool was a dancer. Everybody was a fucking dancer, man. I mean, you know you're at a dancer party when people are dancing by themselves. <laughs> like, you literally, man. It's just, <laughs> like, that's the wrong you know, place I to holler at a girl. Though, I appreciate it because I literally dancing. played whatever the fuck I wanted to play. Yeah. And yeah. every day danced to pretty much everything that I played. You know what I'm saying? I felt so, like it was a scene from Stomp the Yard when right, the, real when the talk. girls busted out <laughs> like talk. the choreography. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're not another team movie at the prom at the end where he's like, you would never believe that everybody in this high school is a professional dancer. dancer. <laughs> Listen, I'm telling you this. If you're, not, if you're not a dancer and you're in a dancer setting, it's entertaining as fuck. Yeah. yeah. Like you're sitting there, you're like, okay. Yeah, all oh. kinds of shit. Going okay, on. All kinds of shit. But yeah, other than that, I did some private shit, but it was, it was a cool weekend. What about yep. you guys? Mike? I was with you. You were uh, with me. Mike was, was with me at Mom's Bar in Santa Monica and, um, Shout out to DJ Bossa Nova. Yeah. There's yeah. a real dope monthly party there. Nice. He actually yeah. booked me like five months in advance for this party. Seriously? Like, cause they, yeah, cause he, he books it out. He's well prepared. Dope. Um, Tight. incredible vibes. Um, you saw, you can kind of go anywhere with it. Real fun, young crowd. Santa Monica, yeah. right? Santa Monica. Yeah. yeah. And Santa Monica, you know, I, I kind of believe this. A lot of people in the scene say Santa Monica is a better place to party mm-hmm. because People go to dance. Yeah. There's yeah. no egos. No one's selling tables. If you just want to show up and dance and listen to some cool shit, go to a club in Santa Monica or I a feel bar. Like that's anywhere outside of Hollywood. Yeah, downtown LA, Santa Monica. But, 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 you know, I, yeah, Lake, I, I agree. Park, I, but yeah. I think in downtown, it's it, um, it's starting they're to not as dance that. friendly as Santa Monica. Okay, but they do dance more in yeah, downtown yeah. than they do in Hollywood. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, we got our start in like West LA area anyway. Mm, yeah, uh, Circle Bar, Silver Lake, Circle Bar. Would yeah, you, no, 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 West no, LA. no, no. West LA. That was yeah. yeah, that was more West Side. Yeah, yeah, and then 
It had that same uh, Busby's West mm. West. Yes. Yeah, when Busby's we used to be ground. do that. So, and that I think that was like down the street from from Mom's. Yep. Yeah, which had a cool little. It's kind of it's just it's just a great environment. Yeah, mm-hmm. shout out to Bossa Nova for having the essential oh, water yeah, on deck. Yeah, yeah, you had the. I said because I know some of these bars don't sell water. It's just tap water. I said, right. yo, like, can I bring a bottle of water? Right. And he took a picture of the essential bottles. The leader were they a leader? Yeah, they were leaders. Say, yeah, and you can give one to Mickey too. I was like, Psh. hit that Ooh, bottle that. service he light reposts, under the bottle. He reposts <laughs> the uh, he reposts the podcast a lot uh, a lot yes. too, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah shout yeah, out yeah. to him, man. Yeah. For listening. And you know what? Speaking of that, uh, I did go to TFTI. Shout out to Omar. Oh, yeah. Omar. Uh, at Lock and Key. Mm-hmm. Nope. And uh, vibes are great. It's super packed. Uh, I think he he shot us a text in the group chat. And he mm-hmm. said uh, to come out. And I, I said something like, uh, as long as we don't have to be in line and I don't have to touch anybody, then I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> you know, half joking. Well, that wasn't but your he first made time possible to key, right? No, 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 no. I've been there. Well, but your first time, did you, did you, how, how long did it take you to figure out where the door is? Oh, a lock and key? You yeah. know what? Yeah. You look <laughs> real stupid if you don't know. No, because for the people that don't know, it's yeah. just a black wall with a bunch of doorknobs on it. Well, and once you get past security, that right. there's a yeah. there's a lobby area yeah. with just a bunch of doorknobs, and you gotta and you, you know you kind of feel dumb off the back. You're like, shit, where do I go? I don't want to look stupid. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> I, I got lucky the last couple times, and there was people like going in and yeah. out, yeah. and so like I didn't have that moment. But I will say this: this time, around, even as much as I've been there, yeah. I, I pulled on one before I got the right one. <laughs> Listen, let me ask you this though: how many times have you gone with somebody and it was their first time, and you let them go first to see them fuck up? Oh, I, I've done that so many times, especially the girls. I'm like, yeah. you go ahead and walk, walk yeah. I, I remember there was a strangers. I just walked out and I closed the door and a couple strangers were coming in. Mm. And I said, they ain't going to, let me pull out my phone. They ain't going to figure it. I started recording her. <laughs> I started recording her on my store. I'm like, no, nope, that ain't it. <laughs> That's so rude. She, <laughs> yo, she felt dumb. She was like, oh, like starting to panic and freak out. You're like, here, let me, let that me, ain't add, it. What, what's, what's your Instagram handle? Let me, I mean, you. I got two clips out of it, so it took her just about 30 Listen, seconds. I flipped, the, I flipped the script and I'll just go in there, open it myself, and they be like, yo, how'd you know where the door was? You know, man, I, you know, man, I just know, man, these you know. I just know. You know, gotta feel just out here. You know, yeah, um, uh, ran into Crooked. Mm. Uh, he was there, uh, Bella Fiasco. Shout out to my boy Tony Handsome. But what I was trying to bring up was, um, I was like, you know what. You know this podcast is starting to make some moves when people are just like, yo, I like your podcast. Mm. Mm. Just like at random spots. And I think yeah. this week alone, it was like, yeah. you know, it was a good amount of people at different venues. So, yeah. different settings. So, we're, we're getting there, man. Yeah, we're Absolutely. getting there. Slowly Absolutely. but surely. Um, before that, I did Oklahoma City. Shout out to those guys. Uh, it's crazy. One of the, par- the, par- one of the owners at Greystone, it was my first time DJing there. And shout out to Shoney because he kind of lobbed that. I've been trying to get with these dudes for over a year, and Shoney was in a conversation with them. He's a resident there. He said, yeah, you should book Dangerous on so it worked out. Nice. That's the name it, of the That's all Greystone? it took. Yeah, Greystone Lounge. That's really all it took with Shoney. I've been emailing these dudes for a year. Um, so, um, so one of the owners, his name is James. He also owns a restaurant. And you can tell this dude is very fashion-driven, art-driven, and um, his restaurant looks incredible. It looks like something out of L.A., like mm. out of the art district. And his, um, his menu, it's, he said it took him a year to get the menu right. He's also the, the head chef at this restaurant. Nice. So oh, wow. everything we ate was fire. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I got Brussels sprouts have never tasted so good. Everything about it was dope. Uh, so shout out to him. Shout out to uh, Joel, uh, the other partner. And it was just a fun vibe. Um, they don't have bottle service in Oklahoma. It's illegal. Dope. So oh, there you go. Nice. They had to dance. <laughs> That's one way and it was crazy because Greystone has a lot of tables, but there's like a section for dancing. But interesting, more tables than anything. But um, it, the, yeah, but the tables are just like purposely there for you, like to lounge. And yeah, and, like, and it's yeah. like, and I asked him, do you even charge just to sit at the table? I was like, nah, first come first, first serve. Like, dope. That's I mean, I'm up, thinking man. you can charge a couple hundred just for your you and your squad to chill at the table. Yeah, but nice. I guess that ain't the vibe. Um, but yeah. That was that was my weekend experience. That Lowell uh, Cafe, the cannabis, the cannabis uh, yeah. uh, cafe. That Wait, when did you hold on? When did you get your reservation? So that's the thing is, so because we had a reservation on a Monday at like two thirty, mm-hmm. um, I made it a couple of days prior to it. Uh, okay. So I went online to go look just what the availability was. Yeah. So if you want, if you want something dinner yeah. time, like five o'clock or later, it's a wrap. You got to book it three months, four weeks. Excuse me, three weeks, four weeks in advance. Yeah. Because they'll take it, they'll take it as early as a month in advance. 
for reservations. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so that was the, those were the only um, availability that they had at the time. So I was like, oh, it's perfect. Middle of the weekday. I didn't think it was going to be busy. We pulled up. Spiffy showed up, uh, pulled up with us. Um, it was dope atmosphere. If you guys are anyone that's in the L.A. area or you're visiting L.A. and you um, you smoke weed, yeah, go check that spot out, man. It's a dope environment. Um, it's was, not crazy expensive. Today? Yeah, we went today. Earlier, earlier, earlier in the day. Earlier in the day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I got <laughs> so, you. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it was a it was a dope experience. I think what they're trying to do is is really um it's really cool, and I hope it catches on. And they start opening up more spots like this. Uh, yeah. The line, but so check this: we left, so we our reservation was for two thirty. They only give you ninety minutes. They were like, listen, your yeah. reservation is only for ninety minutes. Um, then after that, you're more than welcome to go to the bar. Right. Hang out and keep ordering the shit, but you have to give up your table. Yeah, so we left probably about we used majority of the the ninety minutes. We probably had twenty minutes left, fifteen minutes left before we left, and we walk outside and the line is down the like down yeah. the side of the uh, building. And I'm like, it's four o'clock in the afternoon on right. a Monday, yo. Yeah, welcome to L.A., baby. Yeah. I was like, nobody got jobs out here. Exactly. Nobody got a day job out here. Now with your experience, um, because they don't sell alcohol, right? <laughs> they don't sell alcohol, to my knowledge. I didn't see um, alcohol, yeah. but they do sell like uh, THC infused beer. Um, gotcha. They had certain drinks. Yeah, were, they were basically THC infused, not necessarily alcohol. Because I believe, like, whatever the law is, it's either one or the other. Yeah, you and can't so have both. Yeah. Nobody can have both. So I was just curious to know if do you think the experience would be enhanced or, I mean, I don't know if it'd be worse, but to have, like, alcohol as well. I, I think it would be a little bit too much. Um, personally, I think it could get people don't know how to handle that crossfade. Yeah. And it it could end up doing more bad than good. Gotcha. So I think just having uh, more, just having the, just the, the marijuana. And is it BYOW or? You can, but they charge you a, a fee. To, they charge you what they call mm. a token fee. So you know how like certain restaurants, you could bring a bottle of your a wine. wine. Yeah, there's a cork fee. A cork fee. Yeah, yeah. So it's similar to that. So What's the cork fee typically? Like 50 bucks, 50 25 bucks. 50 bucks, $40. $40. I think the, the token fee for so, us to, to uh, bring your own smoke was like $30. So is it worth bringing your own wine? Uh, I mean, it depends on the restaurant and what they serve there. Sometimes mm-hmm. they don't serve. Sometimes they don't offer like what you're looking like for. What you're looking you know, for like wine sure. connoisseurs. Yeah. They'll, yeah. Oh, they'll so want to bring something from the personal yeah, collection. That's, that's their passion. And because then have about a it, good you're dinner. You're going to spend that much money on a bottle anyway. So if you order a whole bottle, you're going to spend yeah. about 60 to $100 on a bottle anyway. So yeah. if you got to pay a $40 cork fee and bring your own. We'll get you that tax bracket, yeah, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let me know. Um, how do you think I would maintain in a cross... Uh, would you just say cross of weed and alcohol? A crossfade? A crossfade, yeah. How, how would I fare? Oh, that's a you good question. You think I'd just pass out? That's you, a good question. You think you I'd be why? silly? Because I don't, know how, I don't know how you were, I don't know how you would be high. Yeah. You know what I mean? Some people- Well, according really, is alcohol tolerance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I know what your alcohol tolerance is, sure. which is minuscule. You know what I mean? Yeah, But yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what you are. You never, I've never been around you or experienced you. You know, taking a hit of a joint That's or something fair. like that. So yeah. you could be someone who's just like real laid back, kind of just cool. Like me, I smoke. I just lay back. I don't really conversate much. You know I mean? think if I smoked with you because you're so laid back, I just want to fuck with you the whole time. Probably. Yeah. And I'll just laugh at your stupid ass. <laughs> just hot box. Just your keep way. poking the bear. So I'm saying, if, you, <laughs> if, you, if you're a, if you're a happy like if you're more than kind of like you know just yeah. I, what I call air, uh, airhead. Yeah. Um, if you're one of those people, you probably just be like real. Just, Some take airhead a different way. Yeah. Like you're dumb. Well, they can take it how they want to take it. And I can't do anything about that. <laughs> sure. But. That's, that's just your definition. Exactly. Right, um, yeah. So I, I don't know. That, that would be a curious. Hey, man, when you down. Yeah, man, let's try know. it. Speaking of just should. changing up and, and acting kind of different, we got Halloween, which is yeah. coming up uh, here in a couple of days. Yo, yep. the best meme I've seen so far was Sammy Sims. <laughs> Come on. How did we miss that in, in 30 it. plus the, years of living? How did we not? There's a girl dressed up as a piñata. And it was like, you girls should all dress up as piñatas because you letting anybody hit it anyway. Ooh, okay, Sammy. Hit the... We got to get a Sammy drop up in here. Yeah, we'll get Sammy the shout. I just... Another thing that's funny about just... In general, I think LA promotions, you guys might notice it, but like everybody just screenshots each other's beats. Yeah, you know, no, yeah. Like, come on. It's so, all love. But my favorite is when somebody tries to take credit for it, like if they were the original or like the content yeah. creator. 
It's so funny. But yeah, that that probably is by far one of the funniest. But the content creators make their shit so big. It's like, man, like I'm not even laughing at it. You're just so obnoxious with how big your, your, your text right, is. Right, yeah. right, right. You know, like, like a 16 font. Yeah. No, yeah, that's so funny. Um, How do you guys approach? Well, first of all, do you guys have any Halloween, Halloween gigs lined up? Yep. Uh, uh, I got private stuff, so. Okay, I'm happy you guys do because it would have made it really awkward to follow yeah. through with this conversation. Exactly. Yeah. I should have asked that question before we get on here. Shows you us doing our due diligence. Yep. Uh, well, let's talk about yours real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, do you have to dress up? Do you like to dress up? What's the deal? I hate dressing up unless unless it's like Red Food paying for a costume. Because that's the only time I really enjoyed hey, man, dressing bro. up. That was probably one of the illest shit I've ever Hold seen. On. Like, Red food count. Red food yeah. count. <laughs> oh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> um, but I will say that was probably the illest like costumes overall. Yeah. Like when y'all did it that year. Yeah, no, that was solid. Like, that shit was yeah. crazy. They did yeah. all the um, characters from Street Fighter. Yeah, yeah. I was they, I was Dawson. Dawson. Yeah, and, that shit was hard. And he paid for an artist to come in and spray paint in my body and the whole eye, the cat eyes and. You had to shave your head, right? Or... I had to shave my head, yeah. Yeah, shout out to Coco because he dressed every... Everyone was a Street Fighter character and everyone looked incredible. It was, yeah. it was the best. Coco with a K, not the Yeah, movie. Coco with the K. Um, Dope. But other than that, man, I'm really not a big fan of dressing up for Halloween. I'm probably just going to buy some bullshit doctor costume <laughs> and pull up to... I'm, hey. I'm DJing in a trademark in the <laughs> Philippines. How many years? How many years have we did the bare minimum... Yo, oh, y'all been referees for like three years as long as I've known you. These motherfuckers are football for referees. Mickey, I need that referee t-shirt. I knew somebody was gonna bring it up. I've been a referee for like I was a referee for like seven years. Shout out, you know what? Shout out to the guys or you know the the people out there that actually go, you know, and they put a lot of effort into it. You know what I mean? Because. You guys yeah. are entertaining. I think a lot of the costumes are creative. It's an dope. investment. Like you're yeah. dropping a hundred on a co- sixty to hundred on a costume, and then that you can't wear it again because you feel self conscious about wearing it again or doing it. Again. I mean, some people will do it. They'll be like, "Listen, I spent a hundred, hundred twenty dollars on it, and I got four parties to go to, and I'm gonna wear the same fucking yeah. thing each party." But some, you, know, I, you can I, get away with that pre-social media era. <laughs> now, yeah, I mean now, like everybody gonna see the same yet. shit every day. Like, yeah. they, if they say, "Oh, I got three events to go to that are Halloween," then you know, obviously they're trying to look for at least two different costumes, right, yep. to attend to. But shout out to Spider, Vice, I think Deluxe. Even like those guys really usually go out. I think mm-hmm. I saw a Deluxe the other day. He was a uh, Maverick or something like that, and his brother was Seinfeld. It was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like. Really clever stuff, and uh, uh, yeah. Have you ever? But have you ever had a put on a costume that was like uncomfortable to DJ in? A mask, a mask. Yeah, mm. that didn't last. Long Not long. Halloween yeah. related, but Presto did a Mickey D show in a storm, like a full on stormtrooper outfit. Dude, he said it was so uncomfortable. I don't know how and he stuck that out. I still have yeah. video of that. Yeah, that's crazy. I've only there's only been once that I've actually I think I've actually dressed up. I I, I do remember DJing in San Diego. And I wore, uh, I did recycle this one year, uh, Incredibles, Mr. Incredible uh, did, did suit. I, did I borrow that? Did, did you borrow that from me? No, I definitely bought it. You <laughs> yeah. might have borrowed it from me. No, because I bought it out in Las Cruces and showed mm-hmm. up Halloween out there. No, because I don't think I would have held on to it for a year to wear it together. again. Mm. You may have borrowed it from me. <laughs> Just like you borrowed my Hulu password. Oh, we're going to bring that up out here now. Just like you borrowed my Eagle Squawk on your mix. Wow. <laughs> You had you never used it. <laughs> I was using it. No, on my you never drums. used it. Let me try. Let me tell you guys something. <laughs> we're driving around. Look, let's I'm, move with, on. I'm with Mickey Ward. We're driving around. I said, "Damn, you know what drop I want to use?" Because all these producers got drops. Yes, I did. I said, "There's an that. eagle squawk in this cruel summer not song," say this. and I showed it to him. He, he a, a year later, he sends us this mix, which was like a couple weeks ago, and it's got the eagle squawk, and I go, "Huh?" And I'm in the car listening to his mix. Did you look on? Number okay, two questions here. Number one, you never said I want to use it. You said it's dope. I said, yeah, you're right. Sounds like what Travis Scott uses. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, okay, like I'm looking for a Travis Scott sound effect. Mm. A year later, he notices a sound effect <laughs> that he hasn't used in a year. So I'm thinking he is not going to use it. Yeah, and I hadn't put anything out. I've never put anything out. So whatever. That's That's what fine. interesting drops are you guys using? 
Interesting. Like outside the so your, okay, your, your air this horn is a great or, topic. Now that we're here, now that we're here, yeah. outside of the you know, air horn and the bomb and shit yeah, like yeah. that. Now that you've taken what us other here, things are you guys yeah, because like the air horn, everybody kind of uses the same yeah, air horn, but your that. air horn doesn't have the same like like it's a, like there's different types of air horns, yeah, right? Yeah. And then there's like the long air siren. horn siren, yeah. right? Different, right? And then there's the bomb or the yeah explosion, or whatever, yeah. you know, yeah, all yeah. that stuff. Um what do you guys use? Man, I just started using drops two weeks ago. <laughs> I've, I've never, I've, I've always avoided the air horn. Place Playhouse so, once. <laughs> no, I was like, you know what? This is a good time to load up my drops. Because DJ's a hip hop club once. This is a good time to load up my drops because this is like, it, it, a hip hop set, like this kind of hip hop set feels naked without the drops. Yeah, it does. So, yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah. like, no, I'm not going to be that dude. Yeah, yeah. I, like I want these people to feel comfortable, feel mm -hmm. like, you know, like they're, getting a, a, a full-on hip-hop playhouse experience. So I loaded up the drops, but yeah. it was all... One, I do want to add, I was listening to the Lloyd Banks album, the the first song where he has the money counter. Yeah. I want to add that one. So yeah, if, one. if I hear any of you drop that shit, I know where you got it from. Mm. You, you and the it. Eagle Squad. You can have it. You can have it. You can have it. Yeah. We can use my bill counter up top to get authentic. <laughs> there you go. Wow. <laughs> Rel? Um, I used the Jada Kiss laugh. Do, uh, oh, yeah. I've been using that I, shit for years, though. Yeah. I heard that at uh, Los Lobos. Yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, I, it's just tight. I use, I've been using that shit for years, and everyone, I always get a reaction from it, no matter mm -hmm. what. Like, yeah. I'll use that shit in the middle of a bar, bar mitzvah. Right. Yeah, and I'll just hit that shit, and people will be like, what the fuck? I always get a reaction from yeah. it. Um, I feel like some sound effects should be, like, borderline across, like, we get it. Like, everybody should be able to use it, right? Like, the air horn is like, for sure. yeah, 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 been absolutely. there forever. And then you got to have one that's uniquely for you. Yes. For a long time, I used the, the Minion. What? Yeah. Like whatever, like yeah. that noise for a long what? time. Yeah, <laughs> I would use that forever in the Rick Ross grunt. I was using the Rick. I used the Rick you Ross know, for a while. Oh, that bit. was hot. The Rick Ross grunt was hot. Yeah, and then I like I don't know. I went away from it. And I used the. I used to use quotes for a little bit. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with. Um, Drop, I, have a, I have a dream in the middle yeah, of this. Yeah, Martin Luther King. Forty old version. Um, what is when, it? Uh, and he goes. You looking for a nigga here? Nigga uh, here now. Yeah, I used you. to use that shit. That the Everest. Everest. I was using Everest. Everest nigga. I was using that shit oh for a minute. God. Until he did like a private the bar mitzvah. <laughs> Accidentally hit that one at the private Yo. bar mitzvah. Yeah. So yeah, so that these these are the reasons why because I started getting more private gigs and shit. That was the reason yeah. why I started taking those out. Mm -hmm. So I didn't accidentally hit them. Yeah. And you know. Then I have to deal with. Well, that's why they have different sound effect banks. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. But I only use one bank. I'm like, I can't imagine you already get what, six available to you on the first like bank? Four, each four bank? Six. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, six. Six, six total six that you can yeah, use. Yeah. So I'm like, you using more than six, my nigga. You, God damn. That's what I'm saying. But yeah. I get you I mean, when have I have it for different reasons. When I was doing globalization, I would have like a globalization bank. Yeah, it for makes sure. sense. You know what I mean? So, because you have all these random drops to, that you have yeah. to put in to utilize. So stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. But. I did not steal. I just Rel, I made it. Rel and listeners, I made it clear that when, when I when I start getting my when I get the production run put it out, I'm gonna put this drop in there. But it's cool. He gets it's his own. Love. He gets it's, his own DJ City account finally, and he we, wants to start know, talking. We, we I, now, I talking. Talking. Say, now I got something to say. Now I got something to say. I got my own account. I got my own account. You get real brave now that I. <laughs> he has nothing to oh, lose. Okay. All right. All right. Anyway, we're not, not driving to DJ City anymore, so he don't need rides. Nothing. All right. Mm -hmm. He's straight. Yeah, right. yeah. Speaking Figuring of DJ City, uh, Beat Source Beta that we talked about, we didn't really get into it last episode that we yeah. did, but they are up and running, and there's different phases to everything going on. So yep. not all the answers um, have been let out yet. And, right? and not all the tracks are up too. I tried look, look, searching for some stuff and yeah, right. yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. up yet, but so they're getting there. They're getting trillions, there. like trillions of songs going up yeah. as, yeah, we yeah, yeah, yeah. as we speak. Crazy. They're, it's, they're uh, starting to put up more playlists. I saw that they put up a playlist for Halloween. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah, exactly. So, you know, they got their suggestions <laughs> and yeah. different things on there that you can load up in time for the, the holiday mm -hmm. yep. uh, events. So make sure to go check that out. Yep. Um And yeah, wow. And and the, the following week, well, by the time this this airs, we'll be we will have attended the Beat Source launch party, so we might have to cover that in A three episodes because we're recording yeah. two today. Well, hopefully nobody feels some type of way that yeah the secret part. No. <laughs> yeah, people uh, will know. It's for label heads and yeah those guys. Yeah, you know. What do you guys think the inspiration the big, behind Beat Source was? Do you guys know or like you talk to? I, I 
Well, did you talk to him about Because I feel like it's just simple as leveling up. Just like, all yeah. right, we're going to separate ourselves from everybody else. Yeah. Well, I think, and I don't know how much of this, and maybe we'll, we'll, we'll send this in for approval, um, that it's actual facts or that it's even allowed for us to say. But mm. what it sounds like, based on some of the feedback and the different things going on in the music world, is when you look at the different phases that are coming from BeatSource when it comes to being able to stream songs mm-hmm. from legally. the cloud legally, right? Because yeah. we have relationships with, and I say we, because we are the beat source squad here yeah. as well, family, gang, gang. Right. You are um, and so I think the the real major reason here is a couple things. Technology needs to catch up to the DJ side of things. Yeah. So the ability to be able to play music on a, from a cloud or being able to log in um, anywhere, you know, and be able to play your music, um, and the the pool being synced into this whole program, yeah. Um, and different ways to upgrade your account, right? Um, as well as, it's really important that artists get recognition for their music being played at the clubs, yeah. Mm. And that's not being tracked right now. Right. And so, what this brings is on the other side is you're going to be able to monetize streams happening at the club. Yeah. Oh, that's dope. You know what I'm saying? So like a stream is a stream. And this is a quote I'm taking from one of Phenom's posts for that he talked to somebody on, on some feedback. And at the end of the day, I think that will change the dynamic of like the business side of things mm. and records getting played and how it goes back, yeah. you know, to the world of, you know, that we know as music. That's, so that's gonna help a lot of us club DJs out because we gonna <laughs> start thinking, listen, let me slide you this check. And you play my track two or three times out the night. Oh, like what's that called? That's up. called Paola. Paola. <laughs> get oh, these streams shit. up a little bit. Look, we will not um, <laughs> encourage such behavior on this podcast. Yeah, but, but I tell you but what, I am going to do. I'm going to be <laughs> here. I will I be dropping my danger tracks. <laughs> but, but, but uh, you know, DangerZone at DJCity.com will take on your inquiries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's still at listening me. to mixes too, so send him more links. Yeah, shoot them my way. Shit, I'm listening. I work out. I listen to them. Um, but yeah, well, we'll see what happens with it. You know, and also, um, maybe you did just mention this in a roundabout way, but it seems like um, a lot of record pools don't have the license to do what they're doing, and so eventually the walls are going to cave in on them, and DJ City will be the last man standing because they have the proper yeah. license to do what they're doing from the labels, from everybody. Yeah, I purposely didn't mention that. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, that's just a theory. You know, we don't know for it's sure. It's a theory. It's a, I think, it's a I think thing. The, and, and I think any successful uh, record pool would, I would imagine they would have the legal rights to pull some of these tracks. I wouldn't imagine that they would try to. Well, let's be honest. Like the record pool industry business is a touchy one. Yeah. Like for the most part, you're not supposed to be posting older music or dated music or right. catalog stuff. And so um, that's just from my, like maybe our bare understanding from the surface and I'm yeah. sure beyond it's yeah. even Not crazier, but uh, yeah, obviously like any other business uh, you got to make sure everything is in line or else, you know, of course uh, you, last thing you want to get hit with is some lawsuits with some yeah. big time business companies yeah. and labels and execs. So, you know, speaking of older tracks, I've, um, I've been, maybe, maybe I'm just tired of playing the same stuff to a degree, but I, I've been inspired by some of these older tracks to play, uh, to play them in my sets. And it makes it a little easier, even though I didn't go as deep as I wanted to at mom's bar, but it makes it a little easier when you have a crowd like that and you can dive into some older jams and yeah. play the Blink 182s and play, you know, just stuff yeah. you're not used to playing, even like the 2000s and 90s hip hop stuff. And, you know, something I noticed when um, when I had opened that towel a few times that I, I, I kept finding myself going to the older tracks mm. to play because it had more dance energy. Like as soon as you, like your first track at towel, the energy has to be up at, you know, you're 100 BPMs, but it has to be, you know, just popping tracks. It's not, you know, you can't warm it up, can't make <laughs> it sexy. Like they want energy out the gate. Yeah. And I found myself going to, the older J-Lo's and the Jaw Rules and yeah, the 50s. Yeah, all that's money. Yeah. As opposed to the newer stuff and it's just the newer stuff, you know, just, 
I guess it sounds ridiculous, but they're not. It's not really made for the club prime time unless you're, you know, at a situation like Playhouse or a hip hop yeah. situation. But so, I mean, do you do you guys find yourself wanting to include more of the fun stuff, the nineties and two thousands, and because I feel like that's what's been inspiring me to really take a hard look at my laptop and be in my Serratos and just think, how can I do something, you know, still give them the menu, still give them the Big Macs, but, but how can I make it, how can I kind of separate myself by, from others by playing a lot of cool older shit? Like, that's what I do yeah. every time I DJ. How can I, make, how can I make the last set just a little bit better? Yeah. It could be a track. I, have a, I mean, I have a theory that, like, the reason or one of the main reasons that a lot of OGs or people that I've DJed for some time now, they'll say something like, you're in your prime in your 30s. Yeah. Um, as a DJ and um, that usually follows suit in like baseball right as well yeah I think all all sports, all sports your just early about 30s, like, like your early depends, 30s and we're, we're saying that if you're if you started DJing in your early 20s correct right yeah, yeah and I, I can go obviously I can go just only based on like I started at 20 at yeah. exactly 20 and uh, it feels like yeah like any like any other thing you're in your primary 30s and I think that happens also because when you think about when we started DJing, we, what was really hot to bring back was like 80s music. Yeah, yeah. that was fun. Right? And so it was like all the classic rock, all the 80s music. The On the Latin side, it was freestyle that yeah. the Aquanet said, yeah. shout out to DJ Ron. Good, good um, luck doing that now with the Young 21 crowd. <laughs> and, and it's, yeah, it's not going to fly. Yeah, right. Well, uh, you, you some songs. It, a, a very well, small and it depends handful. what room you're in, right? For sure, like, for sure. Yeah, we're not speaking to all rooms, but nah, For the most part, a lot of these 21 and old, uh, these 21 year old yeah. girls don't know this. So, so if you use, for example, you know, um, we've both played venues in in Riverside. Mm-hmm. Like Riverside might be keen to the Aquanet stuff because they've heard yep. their parents listening to it. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, but you got to just knowing your crowd, and I think what it is is. Now the '90s and 2000s is kind of that new '80s, and yeah, the 2000s is when I was in high school when we were in high school. Yeah, and so the nostalgic era that people love to to remember are probably times when they were in high school. Yeah, yep. right, high school, middle school, and things like that. So if you bring back those times now, that's kind of like your your money range, and the people that are usually spending money are usually late to mid thirties. Yeah. And so I think that's why that pocket, it's like, we're going to know that era, the best of music. So our knowledge and our catalog, right. To go back to, uh, smiles and South star, Mm. little flip, uh, city high. Yeah. You know, like you can really beyond the JLo and the fat Joe and, uh, the job rules, like even with job rules, whole nonsense, like he could, He'll still, he sold out on the record, I think, in Vegas, you know, like yeah. exhibit, like yeah. bring back a couple of his joints. Like, yeah. you know, it's, it's kind of that time where you can really like bring that back and, and sneak it in, you know, for yeah. those guys that had the one hit or a couple of things. Yeah, I think on the record is ahead of its time, which sounds ridiculous. And I say that because you can play all those songs and they encourage that. Yeah. And I feel like that's where it's going to go in this club scene because... Every, the, the hip-hop that's coming out continues to be dark. Yeah. Um, there's, it's not, like, fun, fun. Right. Like, like the older stuff. So I think you're, we're going to start hearing more of that. When, when uh, there, there were some guys at Tao that had, during their headlining set, they're playing all the new stuff. They're doing everything they're supposed to be doing. If you're not looking at the crowd, it sounds good. But then if you look at the crowd, it's a little flat. Flatline, yeah. But then when they drop the the... Uh, the alternative stuff or the Blink 182s, the the Montels and stuff like that. All of a sudden, we got life. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, and you know, it's just like, well, you know, I I mean, if if I was picky about what the opener played, I would say, yo, save all that old shit for me. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. hit him upside the head with that. You play all the new stuff, you right? Know? Would you say like, I remember um, when we were DJing, sometimes we'd have these like kind of aces in the hole, right? Like if yeah. if the night's going weird, like I know I can drop this and be yeah. straight. Yeah. And they used to be like a Billy Jean um yeah. at the time. But now be faithful. Be faithful. Yeah. Right. And be faithful still carries over. Yeah. I, think. I haven't played be faithful. I don't think Billy Jean carries over 
um, the Be, same. Because of the Michael Jackson, the whole thing? I don't think it has to do with that. I think it's it, just like the, the music the, the, is the like not not there. Like I, I would I would argue that um, at least in my recent experiences, and maybe this is just as far as I'm willing to risk it, mm-hmm. but like I would say uh, back that ass up or no scrubs yeah. is is more that like, all right, like you could drop that or move bitch, like those records, yeah. you could drop those into Vegas scene and it would go over i'm not saying maybe like the hollywood spots but like you can now reference those records in that era anything backstreet j-lo had a few um yeah i saw four color zag play share do you believe in (laughs) oh my god did that work um see and that's and i think that's what's dope about it because in my experience um a lot of those tracks, like Mickey was speaking of, back that ass up, this is how we do it. I feel like it's cliche now, yeah. almost. Because like he was saying earlier, that we're, if we're spinning for that older, we get those that crowd that's a little bit older, their late yeah. 20s, early 30s. If they, they're regular club goers, they're used to hearing that shit. You know yeah. what I mean? And I think that's typical. The Jay-Z's, right. this is, you know, I just want to love you. It's typical. So when you can, deep, when you can reach deeper in that bag, you know, and pull out the smiles. When you can pull out, you know, the city high tracks, shit. Like I'm playing chicken noodle soup in my sets and yeah. it goes off. Like yeah. people are like, damn, I haven't heard this shit in a minute. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's like, what I can I dig in that same bag, kind of digging that in my bag a little deeper that's in that era, but people are not used to hearing. Yeah. You know, we have those, we have those tracks from that era that are what I consider typical. This is I literally have a crate called typical shit. Yeah. And yeah. it's filled of stuff from like mid-90s to, you know, mid 2000s yeah. And it's, it covers all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? So right. it's just like, all right. And that, I guess to answer your question, that's where I will go to if I'm like, all right, I, I can go to this crate and it's going to work. Right. But I tried to stay away from it and see where I can get the crowd going yeah. without that stuff. Sprinkling some of the, the, right. the B-side shit, I guess you could consider it. Yeah. With, you know, whatever current hip hop. And that's understanding the crowd, where you're at, yeah, the absolutely. type of party. Right. Absolutely. Like this could, I mean, hey, you could have a cumbia set or something at some spot and you could probably go deeper down the bag knowing your crowd yeah. and the era of it. And I think we also see that also in venues um, and promoters and, and guys out there throwing, you know, specifically promoted as like 2000s, 90s parties yeah. Yeah. and they're jumping, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. like there's a lot of great parties out there. Shout out to Joey, uh, DJ Breeze. They also do the vibe in, oh, yeah. in Studio City. Studio City yeah. um, shout out to Sean Dickerson, the made guys. They have uh, Sadiq once a month yeah. at the Highlight Room. Yep. And, you know, they got every major person in there, like, listening to B-cuts and um, R&B records and just dope shit. I mean, shit, Rafael Sadiq pulled up to their thing. Like, you name it after this dude, and he pulls up and performs. Rafael pulls up and you're DJing. What song do you play by him? I mean, you should be here. You should be here. You? Uh well, first pops in my mind is anniversary, even though I know it's Tony Tone Tone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and he and they did let's get down. I think mind. in uh, uh, yeah, with DJ Quick. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, I think I, I think I speak for the the pod, um, when I say um, that I, I'd actually like to challenge our listeners, especially the ones that are doing the weekly parties and they they feel like they've hit a wall. There is just the same. Uh, shit every week or they, they feel that way and those that just are just not inspired for whatever reason i challenge you guys to or we challenge you guys to try and introduce these older songs and even new you know what you know do something different or just songs you're not used to playing but try introducing these songs in a in a fun way like make a story of it because we can all pull up to a party do 20 minutes of what we normally do and just drop Backstreet Boys and, it's, and it works. But try introducing it in a fun way and, and blending it on a fun way or do something just completely different because that's, that's what I've been inspired by in the last, I don't know, four or five months. It's like I can pull up and do, and, I, and it's to some degree I have, do the same sets. And I, and I know, especially if it's brand new, I'm going to hit them over the head with everything I got that works. So yeah, I'm going to yeah. do that. But to some degree, I do want to do something that uh, that I also feel will separate me uh, from everybody else. So I'm going to try introducing this classic song in a different way than 
I haven't heard it yet. Yeah. But I also have to go out and hear DJs to know what exactly these guys are doing. Yeah. So, you know, that can, that can also help inspire you guys. Go out and hear different DJs, even if it's your boy and you've heard a set 30 times or if it's just some guy that's garbage. I've heard a lot of garbage DJs. I'll go out and listen to him and I'm like, yeah, this dude's garbage, but he's playing, he's played a few tracks that I would never think to play at this yeah. time. Yeah. Like, and that little, that two minute, you know, clip, that moment in your life that night could lead to something special yeah. in your yeah. set. So, you know, for those that are, that don't have the inspiration or, or just tired of the same shit, like earn your dollar, you know, get you, the real work and magic happens before you get on the tables or before you get on the CDJs. So fucking open up your laptop, stare at your Serato screen and try and figure out how you can tell a different story. Let me yeah. ask you guys this outside of the normal, outside of going to the club and listening to other mm-hmm. DJs, what are you guys doing to set, to stay inspired? Like you've, you've been doing gigs, you know, consistently for a couple of months yeah. and you feel like, you, you have that consistency going, let's say five or six months or whatever, right? On a weekly basis, you're working, let's say on average three, three nights a week. Yeah. That's reasonable. You know what I mean? And to a point where you're like, okay, what are you guys doing outside of, like I said, outside of the norm to stay inspired, to continue to approach your gigs and have that fun and feel refreshed and, and you know what I mean? I'm like, you know, because I get it. You know, there are times when, because we're doing it so much, we can get complacent and just yeah. being like, uh, it's just another gig. I'm, I'm going to do the same shit I did last week. Or, you know, what's good, inspiring you to go in there and try to do something different than what you are used to or no, your norm is? Yeah. I think it's usually just being out um, helps me. That's like one part of it, right? Like just being out, listening to what other people are doing. You'll pick up one or two records and you're like, oh, yeah, that's dope to bring that back yeah. and sneak that in. Or somebody will drop um, a live version of a record and then drop in like the original and things like that. And then uh, a move I really like to do a lot is I'll go listen to old mixes, you know, whether it's my own or it's somebody else's. I I mean, not to toot my own horn, but like I was listening to my jump off mix that aired on power. Thanks, man. (laughs) Got you. Come on. We were getting light on the pads today, but uh, I was listening to to my jump off mix and uh, Horacio posted it. Shout out to Horacio again. Uh, he posted it and there was like this like transition. I was like, oh, that was clever. Yeah. I was like, how come I don't do that no yeah, more? How do I get away from that? Yeah, yeah. How do I get away from that? You know, and you start to listen. You're like, damn, I used to look at things a little differently. And, you know, I think sometimes just being able to have perspective, whether it's your own shit or somebody else's or your peers, you know, it's always yeah. good to be able to like kind of go back and listen to different references because at the time, you know, I was probably in a different mindset, probably investing more time into it. Yeah. So I think it's refreshing to, mm-hmm. to do that and, and of course being out like i and it's funny you said that uh line about like listening to somebody that's bad yeah um because i had somebody not dj bad correct <laughs> far from me. bad shout out, shout out to dj bad uh by bad i mean good right but i was listening or i was just chilling at a party i won't say where and uh <laughs> i had somebody come up to me who listened to the podcast? Saturday night, huh? Motherfucker, no. he's talking about my set. Go on, I'm listening. Either me or Bossa Nova. It's one of us. We're going to get to it. No, nah, it wasn't. It, wasn't, we'll it with definitely it. wasn't there. <laughs> but I did have somebody come up to me who who was a DJ. Mm-hmm. He's up and coming. And he looks at me and he knows who I am. He knows about the pod and different things like that. And he goes, This is really bad, huh? And I'm like, What? He goes, The DJ. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm not, I'm like, I wasn't really like listening yeah. like that. Yeah. And he's like, but come on. And I'm just yeah. like, look, man, like it doesn't really matter how you mix two records because you, are you listening to the crowd sing along? Yeah. yeah. Like, are you listening to him play the right energy? Like he's like, yeah, but the tempos don't match and this and that. And like the, the timing, it feels like, yeah. you know, he shouldn't play this song after that song. I said, dude. There's no rules to this shit. Yeah. Yeah. And my best advice is turn off your judgment card because I remember DJ, being yeah. there and it's a, it sucks to be out yeah. and, and be criticizing every little thing. And, and in all fairness, I feel like sometimes guys strike a conversation off in a negative note because they feel that you may connect with them on someone being bad or, or man, did you hear that? That sucked. You know, like... 
for some reason. Yeah. I don't know. People feel like there's more of a connection when something, when you can just I see what bash you're saying. something or yeah. someone. Or maybe, I mean, yeah, or, or they're trying to show that they have a trained ear. Like right, you, right. That, oh, I know you got a trained Let, ear. Let's, let's use this guy as a, know, as a conversation yeah, piece. maybe. To break the ice. Possibly, yeah. Yeah. And that could be true. Uh, but it's still unnecessary. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not no, saying it's yeah, okay. Yeah. No. No. I mean, look. I. I mean, I respect them for just having the conversation. And, sure. and I. I told them like, yo, like I give. I give you respect just for asking the question. Yeah. Like I get how that can even be. You know. That but can come I, off like as he's being. Yeah. A hater. But at the same time, like he's if you're not trying to pick your brain, if you're not DJing, like you shouldn't care. Yeah. No, like you know what I mean. Yeah. Like you. You. You listen and you observe and you take whatever mental notes about the situation, but. If that affects you or how like the time you're having, like it sucks. So yeah, I, I told him like turn off the the like you know America's Got Talent judge like ear yeah. and just like take it for what it is and pick out the things that work. You know, like when uh, if you're playing sports, yeah, and a coach is yelling at you and cussing at you and degrading you and making yeah. you feel like you're a little piece of shit and you got to run home yeah. and you're weak, right? But in between all those different words, there was something there that you were supposed to pick out to come back and improve on yourself yeah mm -hmm. and not everybody likes tough love but you know it yeah. sometimes can build you stronger you know? that's the only way i know yeah so um what how do you stay inspired joseph you know what I, I like i you know i'm realizing you gotta take things a little deeper um i yeah. mean i gotta take things a little deeper to get to the uh, root of it all yeah and and to or at least plant a root or plant something that will grow a root i should say um so so what I, I, I like the mindset of, um, there's, I think his name is Tim Grover, trainer for Mike, Michael Jordan mm -hmm. and responsible for like 16 NBA championships. Mm -hmm. He's worked with multiple players that have won championships. And he, brought, he put a book out, and I encourage you guys to read this book. It's called Relentless or listen to it. Give us an excerpt from the book because you didn't give us an excerpt from the last I don't, book. I don't you know told one off the top, but I, actually I got one right here. <laughs> Thank you. You don't. I wasn't ready save, for that. Save it. Save it. No. Well, this is this is this goes to miss the point I'm trying to get to okay. is um, the moon. You don't have to love what you do, but you have to be addicted to the end result. Mm, I like okay. That. That's good. So fine. You don't have to love DJing. Okay. But so so I'm gonna use myself as an example. You know the way I've been feeling and the and what I feel like I've been accomplishing within this year. And probably I, I feel like since April, it's just it's been about getting the end result that I want. Okay. So getting the right bookings. I have this plan to get this club, this club, and this club. I don't know how. I'll figure it out along the way. Yeah. Just be I was addicted and I am addicted to just making it happen, figuring it out as I go. Now you can have your goal and say, I want to do X, Y, and Z before the end of the year, and that's fine. But um, but but again, you don't have to, we don't have to love DJing. You don't have to love the nine to five that you have. But if there is an end result that you have to have, then that's where your focus should be. Whatever yeah. it takes, however it takes to get there. So I believe in that mindset. Uh, again, um, you got to, I say, go in your studio or your office, you know, turn off your phone, turn everything off and just figure out what you want. Yeah. You know, cause, cause you can, you can say, oh, I want this while you're listening to, um, while you're watching a movie or, or listening to a podcast, but that could just be in passing, Yeah. you know, but if you sit down and say, Fuck, let me get a pen and paper let me figure out what I really want out of this. Manifest that shit. You, yeah. You write it down, you man, and then, and then you manifest it. And you know what? You don't even need to harp on it. What I've learned is I put something out there. And I leave it alone. Mm. I just get away from it. And I go and do what I do. And I don't think about it. I don't stress about it. I want a million dollars. Keep it moving, baby. Go. That's it. So, um, so that's, that, that, that theory is how I stay, continue to stay inspired in doing what I'm doing. And going back to 10 minutes ago, when we were talking about trying to figure out how to introduce tracks in a, in a story way. Yeah. And as opposed to just dropping the song and, you know, a, not just a song but a completely different genre how can i introduce it you know like throw the rules out the window and say this is how i'm gonna do it yeah i'm gonna do it my way this is the way i you know this is how it's gonna work and if it works people are gonna be like oh shit that was unconventional but it worked yeah right. a lot of shit that's happening right now 
is unconventional. The the things are like all the playbooks are being thrown out. Yeah. And you can write it however you want. Like when you feel like you're 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 just placed in um one way of doing something, that's when you start losing. Yeah. yeah. But when you when you pop the top off and you really get in there and try and figure out other ways of doing it. And that's the thing. I don't know if we really like to be as creative as we're capable of being. Like we're DJs. What else are we doing throughout the day? Um, some of you have families and nine to fives. But when you're in that space where it's just Don't you. Don't diss everybody on the, that listens to the podcast. No, I'm, well, I'm talking about all of us, <laughs> including myself, like, because I don't have a nine to five. So right. I'm, I'm home all day. And, I, you know, so I have all the time in the world. And it, and it, and it just comes down to how, how, like, how creative do you want to be? It's going to take yeah. some real thinking and some real pressing on yourself to squeeze out one little idea. But if that idea is a gem and it took you an hour, it's worth it, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah that's, that's where I find the inspiration for my stuff. Yeah. What about deep. you, bro? I mean, me personally, like you said, just diving deeper into it, um, I kind of like to take myself away from music and experience something different. You know, uh, I like to see someone do their profession that's outside of the industry yeah. with a passion. I, if there's a chef, I want to see them cook. I want to see you cook. And then... I'm like, I, and I look at that and I'm like, oh shit, that's dope. Like how they did certain things or decided to mix this with this or they were just like, listen, I'm experienced. I'm ex- um, experimenting, you know what I mean? Mixing with this or a dancer, for example. We were just talking about dancers yeah. at my gig, you know, like I said. Very, what, what kind of dancer? <laughs> not hey. the strippers, you know. No, um, no, but no disrespect to those. No, no disrespect. Go get yeah. your money, baby. Um but you know anyone that is is doing a profession outside of <laughs> That's loud. outside of what we do, uh, I think is really dope. You know what I mean? Just to get to witness that and kind of step away from it. Believe it or not, I really like watching uh, movies and TV series, and I say that just not to for an excuse to sit on my ass, but just to see how certain shit is shot. You know what I mean? Right. How how they cut it from certain scenes to another scene. You know what I mean? Because Again, you can relate it, especially with soundtracks, adding a visual to a song yeah. right. or a transition, right. or a, tra- a transition or something like that. Kind of, you know, for me, it definitely inspires me and just giving it a different look, a different approach to come in. For me personally, I don't play a lot of remixes. I, I get fun out of playing the original tracks yeah. right. and finding different ways to, to play it. Yep. If I'm going to drop the hook first and then go back to the top or yeah. the break or, you know what I mean, jump around in the song that I know is more familiar with the crowd or maybe they forgot about this yeah. part in the song because, you know, the most, most of the time we're only playing a minute in the song and then we're out of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I like to look at these certain things. I like to look at, you know, shows and movies and see how they're shot and how, you know, a director decides I want to cut from here to go to there or whatever and just kind of being like, oh, that's actually dope. I can yeah. do that with a certain song. Like a, a scene or something like that would remind me of a song. Right. Yeah. And I can like, oh, okay. You know, so that and a lot of, I like to travel, man. Like just to get out, even if it's somewhere to like Santa Barbara, like yeah. let's go to Santa Barbara for the day and just get out and like just enjoy the outdoors and shit. I think because we're DJs and we're always in the studio yeah. or we're always indoors or some shit like that, just yep. to kind of get out and step away from, right. you know, the music aspect of it and just kind of like hit the reset button almost and being like, all right, cool. Cause like I said, if we're doing, if we're like you, you, you asked me earlier, like, how do you stay inspired if you're doing a, a residency? If you got something that you do every week, yeah. and it's easy to get comfortable, it's easy yeah. to get complacent, yeah. and it's like I'm gonna just do the same shit every week, right? And for the most part, it will work, but at some point, you're gonna get bored. Like I'll be bored. Right. I'm just like I can do this shit. When I start DJing with no headphones, I'm bored. Yeah. You know what I mean? That just means I just know I'm going to do the same shit. I'm not going yeah. to, like, I'm not inspired to do anything different or try anything. But once I can take a step back, hit the reset button, do whatever it is I want to do that get and help me get inspired or be motivated to go back in and approach the same gig that I've been doing for the last five, six, seven months every week and go in there and be like, oh, no, I'm going to hit them with something different tonight. You know what I mean? Right. I have to do that something have to do something different or want to do something different yeah. consistently. You don't have to do something differently. Right. But to want to do something to keep yourself interested and keep yourself motivated 
and keep your sanity in it so you're not like you don't feel like it's a job anymore right you're like oh, i don't want to go to work tonight you know, yeah. you know, it'll be fun, and I and I remember hearing this about Jordan. Create a game within the game. Yes. Like Jordan, there was one game. Jordan, he hit a bucket off the bat, and he said, "38." Hit another one, 36. And I think, oh fuck, I forgot. Steve Smith was guarding. He was like, "What's he doing? What's he counting?" He just kept going down. He's like, "Holy shit, he's counting out how many points he's gonna score on me." Yo, so <laughs> he ended and, up with 40 points. It's crazy Steve. because I'll 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 do some shit like that, right? I'll be in the club, and I'm if I'm spending the whole night or whatever. I'll turn around and whoever's with me, usually it's my fiance. I'll look at her and I'll go, I said, I'll bet you $100. I can, for the next 45 minutes, I can play all R&B and still keep the dance floor. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. she like, okay, let's see it. And and see, that's I'll what I'm talking in, about, like, man. That's the do, rush, the just, challenge. Yeah, do shit like that and being like, oh, well, and if I, if I get them, this sense of pride that I got that I actually did it, and then yeah. if I don't, like, damn, I need to step yeah. up my R&B game or like whatever, it, whatever the game is that I'm trying to accomplish, you know, yeah. and figure yeah. it out. Like, I do that shit with her cut. Like, I... I was doing that when I was doing my residency and just kind of like trying to find something to keep my interest going yeah, right. and stay motivated in it. Um, so, it's, you know, those those type of things definitely keep me inspired and just, you know, just something that you can do in your everyday without having to spend big bucks. I know it's hard. Yeah. It's hard for someone to be like, you travel like, yeah, I'm going to go to Italy. <laughs> and which, that's thousands of dollars. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah, Sometimes just stepping out of that studio yeah, exactly. like, and not thinking about it, ideas come. Exactly. Yeah. Driving yeah. home from the club with the music off. Oh, yeah. You know oh, that's the and best. Kinda best like, feeling you know, ever. Like, yeah. Jesus. Like, you know what I mean? It just kind of clearing stand the air music when I drive. And just being like, man, like, don't get I get it. We all have a passion for music. This is why we do it. We all yeah. love music. So, obviously, 90% of the time, we're listening to music regardless of what we're doing. Yeah. But, that ten percent where you just like no music. I you gotta know. you gotta rest the ears, you just man. Gotta take, yeah, just like you know your body. Yeah, and just be like, all right, cool. Like you know what I mean. There's times where I'll work out and I won't listen to music. Nah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I doubled down on on what Danger was saying too in regards to like just being unconventional because at the end of the day, if you really think about it, if you're doing what <laughs> what is conventional, how will you ever stand out? Exactly. Yeah. And and people feel that energy like. They, some people will feel that you you really put some work into this set or doing something different. Absolutely, especially 100%. if they hear you consistently, and and that that can take you places, man. Yeah, we were not, like, and I said, I'm like, yo, don't be afraid to take risk and just do this shit and try it. Just be like, yo, I did Los Globos but the, on Saturday night, not Tuesday night that you guys did there, right? Yeah, and I was like, you know, everyone's like, there's this there's this thing going around basically saying if there's one song that you can stop hearing out in the club, what would it be? And one of the top songs was Swag Surfing. Everyone plays Swag Surfing. You it just works. Can't play it in the. Can't play it in certain spots. You can't play it in certain spots. Like, it doesn't um, work. So I was like, all right, cool. You know what? I'm like, listen. I personally love Swag Surfing. I sure. love it. I love the energy of the song. Yeah. I love what it does to crowds. But I'm like, I'm gonna find a different way to present it. Yeah. And I was just like, all right, what are we gonna do? How are we gonna present this in a different way? You played yeah. Surfing I USA. I played Surfing in fucking USA. Yo. No, you didn't. <laughs> Did you really? I promise you. A predominantly black crowd. Right, yeah. I mean, looking at me, all kinds of sideways, yeah. right? I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna do it. And and, and I told I told my people where I was walking with, I was like, yo, watch what I'm about to do. And they're like, you're not gonna do that shit. Like, I don't, you know me, you don't tell yeah. me not to do some shit. Nah, nine times out of ten, it don't I'm work do anymore it. though, because yeah, I be not, I be trying to I be trying often, to do yeah, often, yeah I be trying yeah, to do that to you, but you don't no more. But you don't listen, man. I can't so, believe I guessed that. Yeah, <laughs> hey, let, and you know what the funny thing about it is, it I felt like it was so. It was so typical that I was like, how come I never heard this shit before? Yeah. How come I never heard no one do I, that? I, I'm not going to, I'm not to like burst the bubble. Hey, I mean, please. I, I did see a white dude play it, I think at a black college during like a pep rally. Oh shit. And people looked, obviously looked at him crazy. Yeah. Because he's playing yeah. Surfing USA. And then he went into the swag surfing and obviously like the place erupted. erupted. I'll find the video, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. regardless, never, maybe, maybe, you know what? Maybe I've seen it in passing and just didn't register it to me. I mean, it was, it was years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, yo, how come I never heard someone do it? So I, there was one party I did it where I played, um, I did uh, surfing in the USA and I did Young Thugs uh, surf. Surf, yeah. Into swag surf. Surf, surf. Mm. Yeah. Just, I did a whole like surfing thing. A whole and surf. Fucking just erupt. And I was like, oh, right. Look at the New York guy dropping a surfing yeah, set. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I'm saying. And that's my point is to do some shit that's unexpected. Like, people are not expecting me to play Tom Jones 
It's not unusual. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I'm I'm gonna drop that shit just out the blue. Yeah. It's not and you're like, it's not unusual for to me to do some shit like and this. And I you and I'll play off the word love. You yeah. know what I mean? And go into some you should call it, you know, whatever love song or some shit like that. You know, hey, I'm not gonna lie, I got played by uh Tony Handsome. He was at when he was at Lock and Key, he played mm-hmm. um I forgot what Six Nine's first record is called, but it's like a super aggressive one. And Which he, one? Oh, uh, <laughs> they're all super the, good. Like the very first the one. one Gumbo, right? I yeah. think so. Yeah, yeah. And then so, and I, I, I kind of was like, like in L.A., like, what are you like, you know? And then yeah. like out of nowhere, you just hear, uh, like it gets cut off, and YG goes on like, man, fuck six nine, da 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 da, and then yeah. it goes into like, nice. you know, BBT, and then you're like, I'm like, and the place erupts, and I'm just like, oh, you, all right, you got me. Like I was like. And that's what you want. Yeah. You want to see if you get their attention. Yeah, All right, let's, it's okay me, to offend the crowd yeah, for a second exactly. or two. Let me play some left hand shit. You know, yeah. left field shit. Boom, and have all of them stare at you like, "What the yeah. fuck?" And then just be like, and just slap them in the face with something. Hey. Be like, and that, oh, and that's shit. the circle of life, right? Yeah. As a yeah. DJ, you have those moments. You're probably gonna inspire somebody else to do some crazy shit. I got a spinatic story. Uh-oh. Uh, we 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 used to remember that spot we used to do um in West Hollywood. Miyagi's? Nah, in a nice, the nice area. What was it called? What'd you say? Miyagi's. Nah, after Miyagi's. That was on Sunset. It was like also a speakeasy. Abner had been there. He seen some girl do some poetry thing over there with Tina. Um, we had a residency there. Uh, it was Beverly Hills. Yeah. Yeah. It was like by the oh, police Aqua station. Lounge. Aqua, Aqua Lounge. Aqua Lounge. So, yeah. so I, I go on around prime time and whoever was on me before was left. It was up temple. So I'm like, cool. And, I'm thinking, all right, I can do all the up-tempo stuff and yeah. whatever. But I said, uh, you know, the usual suspects. But I said, no, I'm going to go uh, one of those popular Latin house songs. Um, and I went that way. And the floor cleared. And I remember, I think y- y'all looked at me crazy, like, oh, maybe even laughed. And then D-Dub comes up to me and was like, yo. I know what you were trying to do, and I respect you for do trying. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Thank I'm you. good. I'll, right? take I'll, take I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll, I'll ride with that. Yeah. I'm like, trying like, I could have played this you. shit. You cool. know? I mean, not, I not that I'm encouraging it. DJs to go clear their dance floors, but you know, you, you gotta, that's how you learn, man. You gotta that's how you learn. put yourself you gotta, out there and try some things. Yeah, you know what I mean? You got to try shit. You got to keep trying it. And if it fails, all right, back to the drawing board. Yeah. The fact that you remember that story, clearly it resonates with yeah, just like it, the inspiration to continue to like definitely uh, push the envelope. With me. Yeah. To our listeners, you know, let us know what inspires you, what keeps you guys, you guys that have residencies or consistently working, mm-hmm. what inspires you guys to go out there and, you know, continue to do this with a smile on your face and, and love it and do it with a passion. Like what inspires you guys outside of the normal shit? Yo, the weekly residency DJs, y'all should have the most fire routines because if you're really trying to do something different every week, like if you take on that challenge yeah. and try and do something different every week or, or you know, whatever, push the envelope, fuck, man, y'all could have some real fire sets. Yo, and you would believe that, but how often, and I'm sure you guys have experienced this, how often will you go to a spot and you know the DJ that spins there weekly? Let's say you go there one week and then two or three weeks go by and you happen to show up at the same spot. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, you hear him play the same shit. Yeah. It may not be like in the exact same order, but... Overall, yeah, he's yeah. playing, he or her is playing the same shit. I remember hearing someone at a playhouse and a long time ago, and, uh, and he was dropping old school hip hop songs. I was like, I know what crate that is. I have that crate. <laughs> <laughs> Soldier Boy. He was like, uh-huh. all that late 2000s. Uh-huh. I was like, I have that same crate. Yeah. I know what bag he's in. Exactly. He's going to stay in there for a while. <laughs> Be if in there works, for a right? minute. If it ain't broke, yeah. don't fix it. That's what I like to say. Yeah, you just got to walk that fine line. Just make sure you're having a good time, as you were saying. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, never, if this ever starts to feel like a job, you're in a dangerous you're spot. Exactly, man. You you're know, in. it's not a rap, and we're not going to talk shit, but it's a dangerous spot. And, you, you know, I think people. That's when the drinking starts to get heavier, right? <laughs> right? Correlate, because you're bored. Correlating to the, the, the previous yeah. episode. I've given up a spot because I felt like that, because I started to feel like it was becoming a job. Yeah. yeah. I said to the promoter, I said, yo, I think you should bring in some new DJs. Yep. Yeah, like I think you should mix it up. Give it, you know, bring some, bring a DJ that'll bring a different vibe yeah. outside of me. Don't book someone that is similar to me because yeah. you know, that's not going to change it. Well, and it's unfair to the crowd. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? People who people, come there every week, people start to like, feel that they be like, "Yo, we know what you're going to spend. We know after this song, you're going to drop this song because right. yeah. that's your routine that you do." Right. So, um, it's 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 a it may be a great routine for the DJ that has that in their bag. Yeah. But when your crowd is there, the same crowd every week, and they hear the same shit. So 
I actually, like I said, I've given up and I've been like, yo, you know what? Let me come and do this instead of every week, twice a month, every other week, or maybe shit, like once a, once a month or something like that. Yeah. Like, I'm okay with stepping back and just being like... You, you didn't give up. I didn't give it. I don't want to say I gave up. Because <laughs> you just said I just I gave up. <laughs> I gave... I don't, I don't want to say... I, basically, what I'm saying is I gave my spot up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. As opposed to like my weekly gig. It was being like, hey, get, open up an opportunity for somebody else to come in here with a different vibe and they can still, you know, get the crowd going and move it. And then it's just... Re it's refreshing for the crowd. It's refreshing for me. It's refreshing for other DJ because not only can I hear the other DJ spin and what yeah. they're spinning... Then I can go, okay, dope. I didn't think about playing that. That's dope. That worked. That didn't work or yeah. whatever. And then I can come back and be like, all right, cool. I can have that, like I said earlier, reset button and then come back and refresh and go in. Boom. Yes, Good. sir. Yeah, we went a little longer than anticipated. That's hey, right. man, we're talking you know, about inspiration, man. Right, man. There's no time on inspiration. Well, maybe uh, some guys uh, really locked into that and they're inspired moving forward. We can only hope. Man. Yeah. Reach one, teach Me if not, I don't know what to tell y'all. Tough break. Yeah, but uh, episode 17. 17. 17. Yes, Muy bien. Muy bien. Mm -hmm. I'm Me, <laughs> uh, That does it for us. And uh, yeah, stay inspired. Mm -hmm. Music picks. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, Danger Zone, I got chores because it's in the notes. Hey, hey. Someone hey. did their homework. Uh, I'm out here, baby. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm rolling with uh, Cash Doll, Mobbin. Uh, I think her <laughs> album recently came out. Um, you know, I, I picked this song because more power to the the women movement, the girl movement, the ratchet yep. girl movement. Yep. Like, I'm I'm all for it. So, trying to shine a light on them. Mm. Cash Doll. Here's Cash Doll with Mobbin. <laughs> 